You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the tastiest protein bar that there is. And Daniel, this weekend, um, I don't know if you were were watching the, the television uh, like oh, I, I watched a little okay. television this week. Yep, did not go to the outlet malls one time this weekend. Nope. Good. Good. Otherwise, engaged. Yep. Okay, so um, Daniel and I, we're, we should get this out of the way right now because we have lots of things to say. So I am Daniel. I'm Clint. He is Daniel. Uh, this is Locked On Bulldogs on the Locked On Podcast Network. Um, we are not gurus or insiders, as will become very evident when we talk about injuries and the lack of understanding we have of who is playing and who is not. It will very evidently Please. show. A lot of you guys are very kind. You're very thoughtful. You're very sweet. Yeah. We, we, we feel the love. But, but when you ask us what's going on with Richard LeCount, you have clearly miscalculated some things about who we are. Um, the, the people who get paid to break the news are breaking it after Athens PD gets involved. Like, and that's. We don't. Yes, that's fine. We, we don't know. No. Um, and so that's not necessarily the crux of the podcast as Clint is. It's not, that's uh, not really the, on, on. That's, that's not really the on market brand of who we are, but we are Daniel fans first and foremost. And we made this podcast to be for fans by fans. So we care about your fandom just like we care about our fandom. We want to make you a better fan. And that's why we're here with two microphones in front of us. That's right. Georgia fans through and through. That's who we are. Uh, he's Clint. I'm Daniel. And and um, there's no greater week of mm. the year, of the calendar mm. year, Clint. There is nary a six-day span of life that's a better time to be a Georgia Bulldog Come fan. Come on. Than these low, these next few days that we call Florida Week. Clint, it is, it's the best of the best. So this is I- it. This is why we wanted the 2020 season to happen. It's Florida week, and mm-hmm. we get another shot to put the Florida Gators, the Meth Gators, as we will be calling them all week, to put the Meth Gators sure. in their place uh, yet again. Uh <clears throat> If you're a Georgia fan and you're here on the show, we're all, we're going to talk about the Kentucky game. We have lots of thoughts. We have lots of opinions. As as um, I'm sure you are aware, um, a lot of feelings going around the Georgia program right now. We're going to get to all that. Before we do, uh, let us say to you that if you're here, if you found us, if you're new, we appreciate you being here. Uh, hopefully the disclaimer leads you in the right direction. If you're looking for real fans giving honest takes, that's what this podcast is about. If you are easily offended or immediately related to Dan Mullen, this podcast is not what you're looking for. No, this I, I, is I not suggest going to be before I get my legal representation, Michael Smith involved in this, that yeah. you, you leave the just, podcast right now. Let's all just mosey our separate ways. Let's yep. all just agree to have never seen each other before. Uh, if you are new, uh, all we would ask you that you do is subscribe to the show. We don't ever ask for money. Uh, all that we ask that you do is subscribe to the show. We are here five days a week, and we will bring you five episodes centered around uh, the Georgia-Florida game on Saturday. 
and so subscribe to the podcast that gets all the shows downloaded straight to the device of your choosing on whatever podcast app you choose to listen to if you like the show leave us a rating and a review five stars on apple podcast really helps us out and so uh if you would do that for us maybe just type a couple words in that box and leave us five stars and that would really help us a tremendous amount helps other people find the show uh, which is good for us, and uh, we hope good for them if they're Georgia fans as well. You can email us, LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, at Dogs Podcast. Many of you are doing that consistently. We expect this will be a busy week. Ooh, we would lots, like to reply. Lots of thumbs burning up that, that We type. would like to reply to all the messages, but we will just give ourselves the disclaimer that if we don't reply to your message, we definitely did read it, and we do appreciate all the messages. Uh, and so thank you. Uh, for sending us um, all of those. We want your thoughts, your opinions, your takes, your questions, your comments, your concerns, and the like. Uh, Clint, uh, we're going to do a little – we're going we're gonna to look back at the Kentucky game because there's a lot to talk about. A there actually people, is. And, and a lot of people up in arms. There's a lot of consternation. And so we're going to go Clint Eastwood on the Kentucky game. We don't always do this when we recap. I don't, I don't have my go, cigar in my corner of my mouth yet. Hold on. That's – we're going to go full Clint Eastwood on this recap, and we are going to do a little good, the good, the bad, and the Love ugly, uh, Clint. And so let's talk about the good things that happened against Kentucky. Let's talk about the bad things that happened against Kentucky. And let's talk about the ugly things coming out of last week. Um, before, before we get there, may, may I make a motion? Before we do that, though. May I make a motion? Yes. Yes, Look, please. I George- cede the floor to the okay, representative. Uh, Georgia fans, we get. we're going to get to the game. We're going to break it down. As Daniel said, but before we get that, there's something far more important to get to, and that is probably the ugliest thing that I saw on television this week. And no, it wasn't players being carted off the field, and no, it wasn't Stetson trying to throw away a pass that was underthrown out of bounds, which we'll get to. Wasn't uh, even it wasn't even a poorly funded black and white political ad. The ugliest thing that you saw on television this week, which is hard. That's hard to beat. This is look. Be, if we're saying this fair. is the ugliest thing we've seen on television, with all the mudslinging happening this week, it has That's, to be real ugly. It's got to be real ugly. Uh, and that ugliness, the embodiment of what I will call the abomination of desolation as it pertains to college football, is Dan Mullen. And everything Dan stands for, acts for, is for, represents <clears throat> as an institution of higher education and. Well, let's be, careful throwing, let's be careful throwing those terms Look, around I, now. Okay, I, can't be held, don't, I can't be held liable for what the NCAA allows into their sanctum. I, I'm not – I'm here to talk about it. Um, you have seen it. We have seen it. Dan Mullen uh, does two things on Saturday of Note, Daniel. Let's start with the first one. The first one is what Fox sure. News calls Dan Mullen accused of instigating Florida-Mizzou brawl as video reveals head coach's intentions. SB Nation calls it Florida Gators coach Dan Mullen needs to be punished for Mizzou melee. Uh, the next one uh, is from Deadspin. Dan Mullen is right back to being an unbearable jerk. I personally like that one the best. Uh, and then lastly, uh, Gators. Did you write that? Are you I, writing for Deadspin these days? I know. I, I think I think they took on my my suggestion. Uh, Atlanta Journal Constitution Gators coach Dan Mullen may face SEC discipline for Halloween brawl. Daniel, before halftime, Dan Mullen decides that he wants to go bro, dude, and he couldn't. He find, stormed the field. He That's stormed correct. the field after what was admittedly a late hit on his quarterback. Which, by the way. Player was, was penalized. It more or less egregious than all the other late hits on quarterbacks we've seen this year. Uh, 
They are right in line with every other They're late hit same. that's ever been on any quarterback ever. Probably actually not as violent as a hit as I've seen others. Andy Dalton called. He he wants did, to talk. Did someone take out a, a, a homemade shiv? Correct. And put it between the ribs of Kyle Trask uh, at no. any point. Did during Kyle this Trask late hit? get up and walk off the field under his own ability, calmly and peaceably to the to the locker room? Unconcussed whatsoever. Okay. Good. And yet Dan Mullen sees fit to storm the field, presumably looking for Derek Mason. Could not find Derek Mason anywhere. He over forgot on the that other he, he cowed down to Derek Mason earlier. He forgot Guys, that. why do we not let Derek Mason whip Dan Mullen's absolute clown behind mm-hmm. uh, two years ago when we had the chance? Why did we stop that? Why did the world would have been a better place had that been allowed the to go through? The world would have been. Think about all the teenagers' mouths that could have avoided uh, Mrs. Mullen if that had happened. Like, let's just think of think, think of the of, people that could have been saved. Think of the waiters on yachts that would not have to be bribed to look, <laughs> look the other way. No one is saying. I no can't one tell is you. saying that Eli Drinkovitz and Dan Mullen's wife. I, I don't know. <laughs> we're I, not saying that. I can't prove Stop a reading into what we're saying. Stop reading into it. All we're saying is there's no way to know that they're not. Okay. Dan Mullen okay. storms the field. He absolutely instigated a brawl when no brawl would have taken place whatsoever. Oh, 100 If he's not out there, if he is instead facing his team, instead of doing a yoga stretch to try to get to the other sideline, maybe, maybe, I don't know, coaching, maybe Maybe doing the thing that he's paid to do. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, so not only does he do that, Daniel, that's the first thing he does, which is actually a clown move, which is why no respectable institution would ever employ Dan Mullen whatsoever. And you heard that correctly. Um, correct. He gets he gets pushed off to the side after trying to fight through five of his coaches and a referee that if you haven't seen the photo Daniel and I were talking before the show this is our favorite photo because there's a referee who wants to throw down he is begging Dan to make a mistake oh my gosh he, he is channeling his inner Derek Mason as he stands there there's no well, doubt in my mind that like this just, referee would have bloodied Dan Mullen in 10 seconds this fight would have been over this is a Tyson-esque fight. Here, this SEC is just official, immediate KO. SEC official has more integrity and patience than Dan Mullen. Let that sink in. Okay, good. Mm. Wow, yeah. that's bottom of the No one does that, but he comes in after <laughs> the game, Daniel. And if not to make matters worse, he says, you know what? I thought about it. The blood boiled down. Uh, cooler heads prevail. Let, let, I let the emotions get the best of me. That's not how I want to represent this institution. Um, would like to apologize first to a athletic director and to our fans and to the families. Is no, that what he? Is that no, what? No, that's not what he did. No, he showed up in a child's Halloween costume. He went to Party City. That's right. And he bought by the way, a, Party City. a youth a youth XL husky like a, a costume for husky boys. Okay, and he and he showed up. In a child's Halloween costume, holding a plastic laser sword. Just Clint. let that, again, let that sink in. This is real life. I thought this had to be a photoshopped photo. This is real life. 
That actually happened. And then he proceeded to talk about how the offensive players at Florida... This was the quote that I really didn't understand, Clint. Can I talk about this? Yeah. He said, our players told them, you better not hit our quarterback. Sure. Like, but you're running a play. I don't understand. Like, do you just get to call like a... Is this like a... Playground rules where you just can say, like, hey, the quarterback doesn't get to get hit on this play. You're you trying see- to throw a touchdown pass. Like, what are we going to – they're going to hit the quarterback. Well, you see what happened is he and Gary got together at the pickup basketball mm-hmm. game down at the Y, and, and they yes, came okay. up with these new rules, Daniel, that only they mm-hmm. abide by, and they want everybody else mm-hmm. to follow their rules as it pertains to this. Dan Mullen, this couldn't happen at a better time. Could not. By the way. Could not. Thank you, Dan. Thank Truly thank you. Thank you. And by the way, SEC, look, find the man $700,000. Don't suspend him. Do it. Don't suspend him. Please, for the love of all that's good and holy, do not suspend this man for this game. It's the only shot Florida has. It is the only prayer that they beat us if Dan Mullen is somehow not allowed on that side. By the way, Florida fan on Twitter, not that mad of the idea of Dan being suspended because deep down they know. Deep, deep down they know. Oh, they know. They know. This man will never beat Georgia as a coach. More on that later. Um, uh, Clint, we're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly from the Mm -hmm. Kentucky game. Let's talk about Georgia before we get uh, to Florida. Uh, But before we do that, sometimes you just need to chill. I'm looking at you, Dan Mullen. Dan. Sometimes... And by sometimes, I mean all the dang time. Every time you your just eyes are open. need to chill. Like, dude, don't try so hard. Maybe just relax for a second. Maybe don't try to go after children. Ch- oh, they're children. Oh, that's what they are. Some of okay. them are still minors. Okay, that's okay. nice. So that's going to look good on the criminal record. Mm-hmm. Um this man clearly doesn't care about protecting the vulnerable as he is um, harboring uh, domestic violence in his program. So, but we digress. We will talk about chilling. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about a time when you really need to chill. Like maybe us right now right. and talking about Dan Mullen. Maybe the blood's getting a little heated. Maybe the the tensions are getting a little bit high. Maybe you are feeling all sorts of stress and anxiety about the Florida game coming up and you just need to relax you need to chill you got uh work pressing in on you You got family obligations you've got social obligations you've got a a million things that you need to do it's 2020 everything is chaotic everything is craziness it's election week everything is falling apart in the world and and you just need a moment to chill if there's ever been a week to just take a moment to chill it's this week and when you need a beer that is literally made to chill the only beer to grab is coors light it is literally a beer that is made to chill. It is cold lagered. It is cold filtered. It is cold packaged. It is literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Clint, it is the only beer that is made for watching football. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when you need to chill, Coors Light is the one that we choose when we want to unwind. And so when you need to hit the reset button, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in its new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. All right, Daniel, not only was Dan being a clown and giving us all sorts of material to talk about for the rest Boy, of the Boy, we were not supposed to take the entire no. first segment of the show no, to talk we... about non-Georgia related. But listen, Georgia fans, you understand. You know, it's Florida. Go week. watch the videos. Oh. 
Go watch the video. By the way, really quick to wrap this up. uh, When asked why he wore a Darth Vader uh, outfit, his response was that it was a tradition started in Mississippi State where all the coaches wore them because they were going to go trick-or-treating after the game with their kids. Um, Daniel, do you know how many times Mississippi State played on Halloween night? How many times? Zero. Oh, Dan. Oh, no. Oh, What's that kind of person called that lies for absolutely no reason when it has no benefit to them whatsoever? What's that type of person? Oh, it's a sociopath. There it is. I just looked at that's what that's the type of person that we're thinking of. Intern Michael is actually is doing some intern hours down at the hospital and gave us a little insight. Oh, is he candy striping these He's days? Candy striping. Candy these striper. Days. Executive producer, intern, candy striper, Michael. Uh, he kudos to you. By the way, white. Michael, Michael, thin ice, bro. Ooh. Thin ice. Ooh. Don't Just, think we didn't see. Don't think we didn't see. You're on notice. We may not have commented. You're we on may notice. not have we may not have retweeted it. But don't think we didn't see. It's Florida week, man. You better get your mind right. Get your head straight. You better get your house in order. All right. Thank you. Okay. Uh, so uh, Kentucky let's talk week. about Kentucky. Yeah, let's get there. Uh, Daniel, you want to start the segment off by talking about what again? The good, the bad, and the ugly, Clint. Some of y'all are going to be saying this game was all ugly. It was all disgusting. There was nothing good to no, talk no, no. about. And that's why I want to, that's why I like the order of this particular Clint Eastwood film because it, it allows us to center ourselves right off the bat at some of the good things that we saw. And there were, and there were several good things to choose from. I have what I think we agree is at the top of the list, though. Clint. Hands is down. That, is that accurate? Hands down. Uh, let's talk about uh, my dude, and I don't care who drafted him because I'm I'm there the one that's on this podcast. There I'm the one that's on this podcast coming out and defending him. By the when way, everybody that, else trying to that, sully the good name. That game lasted four weeks, so good. Okay. Of Zamir White. Uh, kudos to you, Zamir White, for showing everybody who RB1 is on this team, who the who the bell cow is in this backfield, who the who the guy is that um is is going to play the role of the the mentor and the teacher leading the young pups as they grow and mature and develop. Zamir White was an absolute animal in this game. Um you look at overall number of carries, you look at total yards, you look at yards per carry, you look at explosive runs, uh, you look at important conversion runs. Zamir White did it all in this game, Clint. Uh, there was nearly not a time when when he was stopped. I can only really think of one time when yeah. he was stopped. It was a third down run, mm-hmm. and he immediately followed up on fourth and one with a 29-yard touchdown run. Uh, and so the only time in the game, really, when he was stopped, uh, he immediately uh, redeemed himself for Zamir White is going to lead this team. I don't know. I don't, I'm cashing in this bet already. No, the fact not. that you even remotely think that anyone's going to approach Zamir White in total yards is ridiculous. Kendall Milton played fine. Not just okay. And okay. He played fine. Okay. I'm not saying he was no, bad. So we're, we're on the good segment, so let's. I think. Yeah. I think that you're right. Let me state for the record: Zamir White played a great game this game. It wasn't just good; it was a great game. Now, odd and asterisks. I want him to continue this. Show me more, Zamir. But you gave me hope. You you made my heart skip a beat and pulsate a little bit more. So thank you for doing so. I appreciate that. He was the offense along with this offensive line. And Daniel, we said so a couple weeks ago. We said Ben Cleveland and all the rest of y'all. 
Stay exactly uh-huh. where you're Trey at. Trey Hill. You don't need to move. That's right. You just uh, Justin Schaefer. Ooh. That that Ooh. interior three of that that offensive line moving really people. getting some great push. Really moving some people. Uh, right tackle is really coming to started to come into uh, its own the is last couple absolutely weeks. Absolutely showing up. How about we mentioned Kendall Milton? Kendall Milton played fine. I'm just I'm a, I'm taking a little bit of a shot at everyone saying Kendall Milton's the starting running back. I mean, you watch the tape and uh, he's not, but that's fine. He's great. He's going to be great, and he is great. And I'm happy to have him on our team. I'm happy that he's getting touches. Uh, let's. How about James Cook? Clint? We're talking about some running backs that played well that maybe look, showed out a little bit. How about look, how about old number four? Is he, look, he's if, still in the mix back there. If James Cook, here, here's the deal. If this happens sometime this uh, this week, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose the roof off my house. Things are going to break if this happens. If James Cook does the a la DeAndre Swift, one foot in the ground and up move, and then breaks <laughs> and then breaks the tackle. After he makes the move. So if he puts that foot in the ground and then breaks a tackle, I'm telling y'all, 55-yard run is is a, it's a house, hall, house call coming. Because it's incredible. Y'all wanna, that shifty y'all move wanna, in the hole is insane. Yes. Y'all want to talk about the big pass play. And I get it. Two sure. weeks in a sure. row now, James Cook has been featured on a monster pass play. And so that that's great. We know James Cook is a weapon in the passing game. But he showed me some things in the hole. Like in, oh like in between, in the phone booth, in the phone booth, not yep. necessarily running, you know, not behind running the people. guard. Yeah, no, sure, but, but, but you give him a little bit of space, and he he was shifty, and he was explosive. He ran the ball hard. He ran the ball well. Um, man, I mean, Kenny McIntosh. We hope again. We don't know. We hope he's coming back. He's a valuable piece sure. to this team. Well, you want to talk about a one-two-three punch, oh, we, Clint? We got in this the backfield, we sitting, we sitting right there on it. It's insane, uh, and that's it's uh, good. I'm gonna add one it's last good. thing to this. Uh, the good again. Watch the film. Watch the play call. We're gonna talk about the offense here in a second about the good or the the bad and the ugly. I get that. Todd Munkin better not come off your lips when talking about that because if you watch his play call, that pass to James Cook. Go back and watch that play. Mm-hmm. That James Cook caught that pass. That was an exceptional play. Go back and watch the plays, the inside running, the outside running. Guys, do you know how many times we passed the ball in the first half? And could Kentucky, who we said has a good defense on the interior, stop us on that? It's because there was motion, there was feints, there was fakes. Todd Munkin, thank you for being you. Kudos to you. It is, I mean, we're going to talk about hope later and all that, but it's one of the reasons, Georgia fans, you should not lose hope in this offense. Don't do it. You Don't should do it not, yet. because... The, the offensive staff has shown us that there is ability to create some things. Um, Clint, um, let's talk about the bad quickly. All right? Let's talk about the bad. But before about- we do that, uh, Built Bar is here to tell you they're not bad, Daniel. There's nothing bad no, about Built Bar No, there's nothing bad there. Uh, and there's Daniel and I, our sincere appreciation to Built Bar for giving us the ability to taste the tastiest protein bar that there ever was. And yes, it is the tastiest protein bar there ever was. Built Bar is high in protein, low in sugar, high in fiber. It is keto-approved, keto-friendly. It is something that you can have on the go as you are going from kids' soccer games or basketball or wrestling matches, as well as before workouts, after workouts. Built Bar is the tastiest protein bar. They are soft. 
They are chewy. The flavors are incredible. Daniel and I haven't tasted one bad one yet, and we will continue Correct. to taste great tasting protein bars. Go to BuiltBar.com. Let me know we said by putting on Locked On in the promo line. You're going to get 20% off your order. That's Locked On in the promo line. 20% off your order at BuiltBar.com. All right, Clint, we got the bad, mm-hmm. and then we're going to get to the ugly. Let's talk about the defense, Clint. Uh, let's. Let's do that. Um, some of y'all, we said the bad, and then we said the defense, and you and immediately, you your blood your pressure head. began to rise. That's not That's not what we, okay. Let's start with the obvious bad, Clint. Oh, gosh. And that's all these dang injuries oh, on gosh, this defense, yeah. Clint. I seven, cannot. Is seven the count up to now? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We got people getting injured. Nothing to do with the game. We got people getting hit by by automobiles. Clint, what is happening on the defense where we can't keep, we can't keep 11 people healthy at long enough to play a game? It's not good. It's, it's not good. Monty Rice looked like a shell of himself. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, Monty now, Rice was not Monty Rice. He in couldn't this game. plant off that foot, Daniel. He was not able to get acceleration. That's just what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. And if that's the case next week, not oh, good. No, not great. Um, Quay Walker had a Julian Rochester. Julian Rochester did not look good. No, he did yeah. not. It did not look good. Jordan Davis just showed up with his arm in a sling. Uh, he left. I. I didn't see anything just, in particular, and then he just like Houdini'd himself back to the sideline. Why is his arm in a sling, Clint? Why is it in a sling? That's what we wanted. Mm. Why is it? What's happening okay. with his shoulder? It, uh, his arm's in a sling. Keep, keep going down. Uh, apparently, How about Lewis scene? I was just gonna say. Yep. What's happening there? Uh, does anybody? And by the way, here's what's infuriating. At one time, we really appreciated about this. This week, I'm not appreciating the no news on injury. Kirby's standard on this because mm. we ain't going to hear a dang thing about nobody all week long. So stop asking. Yeah, no, no. You're going to get a lot of coach speak. Um, guys, guys are trying to come back. They're fighting through some things. We're a little banged up, but we're fighting through. We'll see if we can get them back on their field, doing some things. Got some great jerseys on. We'll see. Yeah. That's it. It's going to be infuriating. I'm not excited about it. But let's just let's let's move. So injuries, Bad. we might talk about that a little bit more tomorrow. This defense, Clint, mm-hmm. is not a good defense. No, it's not a great defense. Keep going. This is an elite defense, Clint. Yep. I don't know if it's the best defense in college football. I don't know. It, it's but it is an el- easy. It is. It is an elite defense. But we need to just – we're as guilty of this as anybody, and we are probably perpetuating the problem. So yes. some of y'all, this is a public service announcement from us to us for your benefit. Best PSAs are. What you, th- what you and I have come to expect mm-hmm. from elite defenses, yeah, Clint, that doesn't exist. That, that's not real. No. We expect this defense to go out there and throw three and outs on the board mm-hmm. every single drive. When you want every when you drive, just call for it. When you look at the same, be like, hey, you know what? Our offense is struggling. We need to get them going in rhythm. Defense, go get us a, go knock them in the mouth and get that ball back. Let's right go now. get a three and out. Why don't you, why don't we throw in a tackle for loss in there sure. and uh, let's try to flip some field position here and get a good one back. That defense doesn't exist, guys. No. 
It doesn't, and we ain't it. So if it if it does exist, it ain't us. Correct. We ain't it. This defense is elite, but mm. it is not a shut everybody down all the time forever. We certainly saw that two weeks ago against Alabama, but we definitely saw it against Kentucky as well. They scored three points, but that's not watch the game. Don't look at the box score. Kentucky moved the ball. They converted time and time and time again. We couldn't tackle the starting tailback. Look, Rodriguez we couldn't tackle was him. just a he, – he looked like Najee Harris. Two weeks in a row, we couldn't tackle the other team's number one running back, Clint. Two weeks in a row. That's not great. It's not great. That's what I'm saying. I know there were injuries. I know they only scored three points. I know the defense did its job. I'm not complaining about the defense. No. But when you look forward to future games on the schedule, particularly one this weekend. Oh, goodness. Just let just just let it be said. This defense can't shut everyone down all the time forever. Um, which, they won't shut Florida down completely, Clint. Which which leads so, us to our final statement of this podcast on Monday. Let's get to the ugly, and let's start with uh, noted Stetson Bennett apologist uh, locked on Bulldogs. Um, mm-hmm. Stetson, you you bad, like oh no, like Stetson, you bad, and and it's ugly bad. It's not just bad. It's ugly bad. If, this is the ugly segment of the Clint Eastwood film, when, when, and we saved we saved the offense. When for, Marcus Roseme this segment wasn't on the same page as you, which fine if he was or not. Like if that was your line that he wasn't on the same page and you overthrew him, um, and it was a bad miscommunication. I, okay, fine, sure. That's a, that is still your fault because that was a horrible throw, even if it was miscommunication. But but. But, but that Clint, wasn't. What about when the coach comes out and says uh-huh. in the postgame press conference, Stetson Bennett was trying to throw the ball out is. of bounds. And Kirby, because, um, by the way, he knows the offense sucks. Yeah. Yeah, he knows. You understand? That's why he's so mad. Yeah. You yeah. don't get mad if people misrepresent your offense. You are happy you understand that if kirby knows he has a good offense but everyone thinks his offense sucks do you think kirby's mad about that he's confused no he's kirby doesn't want you to know what his offense is because if you think his offense sucks but he knows it's good then he knows that florida probably thinks his offense sucks but he knows it's good so that's a weapon for kirby so kirby's happy about that the only reason you're pissed mm-hmm. that everyone keeps asking you questions about how your offense sucks mm-hmm. is if you know your offense sucks. So Kirby knows. And Kirby comes out post game and says, Stetson Bennett's trying to throw that ball out of bounds. Well, then that takes us back to the main problem, which is Stetson Bennett's arm can't is throw comparable, a ball out of bounds. Is comparable to t- Kyle Trask's arm. Oh, no. And by that, <laughs> oh. and by that I mean... It's poor. It's noodly. Okay. It's it's, it's wavy and noodly and limp. Noodly. It's al dente. Okay. <laughs> he has an al dente arm. That's what we're saying. That's what we're, uh, what we're no, dealing with. It wasn't particularly good. The offensive line and the running backs did a great job. Play calling. Todd Munkin is making cake out of 
out of some sort of gluten-free batter. It's incredible what he's able to do with this, okay? But make no mistake, the ingredients that are there, Stetson Bennett starts with you. This is bad. This offense is bad. There's no explosiveness. I know Jorge wasn't there, and whatever reason, upper injury or not, I know that we were banged up elsewhere. But good night. This offense is ugly, and and we'll get to possibly some remedies in the future. But it, it's time to stop. Stop looking through the rose-colored glasses. It's ugly. Okay. Now, that being said, Stetson Bennett's playing quarterback against Florida. Like, let's I don't know if you understand no. this. Stop. Stop with the prognostication that JT's coming in this week. Stop. He ain't doing it. Stop it ain't with happening. Dewan maybe getting another shot. He's, nope. Do you know? Do you know what would have changed Kirby's mind? Daniel and I were texting each other. The moment of the game that would have changed is if before half, with with seconds left, after throwing an interception and then getting the ball back, if we were going to put a quarterback in, that was the moment. That after throwing his second interception. I'm sorry. Yes, correct. That was the moment. Okay. And when it didn't happen, we we know who's quarterback now. Like, come on, y'all. Can we just talk about though, Clint? We threw 13 passes in the game. Sure. Okay? Okay. Four of them were incomplete. Okay. Two for interceptions, four incomplete. Two of them were completed to the other team. <laughs> okay, that's not great. No, that's... And that's the tip six. balls thing, like, look. Oh. I, I just can't. I can't no, with I'm the not, tip balls. I refuse anymore. to talk but, about it. But... Is this... Is Stetson Bennett as bad... As you think he is right now. That's the question I'm going to ask to end today's show. I'm going to answer is this Is Stetson way. Bennett as bad as you, Clint, think he is right now? Or are you, do you have an unfairly negative view of him at this moment in your life? If there was a moment to, to dump on Stetson Bennett more, that's why we're taking the shots now. It is right now. There is never going to be a moment. This is the lowest. If you want to buy stock, if you if you were going to buy stock, right now is the dip. Okay, he's coming buy. off. Buy. Buy all of it. He's buy. coming off Alabama. He got absolutely slaughtered. We were in the game and then exposed. And we lost. And then we had a bye week to sit on it, to dwell on it. He comes out against Kentucky. And by the way, mark your calendars. Mark your calendars. Kentucky week every single time is going to be a 17-3 to affair from here until eternity. Okay. And Stetson is mentally not there. He's not mentally and emotionally well as it pertains to this. But Daniel, let us remember, please let us remember two games in which there was third and Stetson and everybody mm-hmm. was in love. So do we have an unfair view right now? 100% yes. 100%. Stetson Bennett is not as bad as you think he is right now. That's my point. That's don't, where I want to leave don't us. Don't come at us because we just got done saying he's he's ugly. Okay, so stop. It was ugly. It was an ugly performance. I'm not saying he as a human being is ugly. I have wow. no comment on his wow. physical appearance. I don't know. Why do you have to take it there, man? You, None whatsoever. Are you looking into a camera? But, but that performance was ugly. But Stetson Bennett is not that bad. Okay? The, the Alabama game, we asked him to throw the ball 40 times. That's not. It wasn't good. It was not the recipe for success. Okay, but the but the Tennessee game, mm-hmm. the Auburn game, mm-hmm. the Arkansas game. He had twenty seven attempts, twenty eight attempts, twenty nine attempts. It sounds about how right. do you look in those games, Clint? He looked pretty dang good in those games. All right, 
I got more. I got more for you tomorrow. But just let me let me just leave you with this offense did not do anything to impress you, but they are not as bad as you think they are mm. right now, and mm. that is a stone cold lock guarantee. This we'll offense fight. isn't we'll as bad that. as as you think they are. Uh, we got all week to talk about it and to talk about specifically how it relates to Florida. We will begin our uh, Florida preview in earnest uh, tomorrow as we talk about um, some different aspects of the Meth Gator team and uh, what it is that we will be up against this Saturday in Jacksonville. Uh, until then, uh, he's Clint. I'm Daniel. And um, Chauncey Gardner got beat up by Javon Wims What's up, on Sunday. What's so, up? Uh, so it's Florida week. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. See you.